BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Oh my my. How are you? Hey Los Angeles. Enough with the promotion, Todd. One promotion. Los Angeles, New Year's Eve. There's a 7 o'clock show at Typewriter Dynasty. And it's going to be big. You can do you, you can have other plans. My show starts at 7. You can go somewhere else afterwards. Get the whole band with me. I'm going to have a great opening act. And when I say great, I mean famous. <clears throat> um, ooh, can you tell I'm at the airport? I'm in Newark. At the Newark airport, heading home from... I've been in Philadelphia basically since December 12th. 11th did a private show then went to my mom's house for a few days and then went to uh, my nephew's and his new engagement they had a they, he got he proposed I was there for it it was exciting but anyway now I'm heading back and uh, I'm at the airport very very early about two and a half three hours early and uh, that's it I'll be back. I'm coming back to the Philadelphia area, you know. If you live in, uh, you know, 
Philadelphia Helium, New Hope. Brooklyn, and then uh, Pittsburgh. Coming to all those places in January. Go look at my website. You can find out the dates. Hey, everybody else that doesn't live in those cities, how you doing? What are you, walking down the street? Look at you walking down the street. Just walking down the street. Look at you sitting in your living room. I'm just sitting in my living room. Look at me. I'm sitting over here, right over here. I'm coming in from the kitchen to sit. I'm on the train. I'm on my bike. I'm laying in bed, but sitting up. What, what, you know, this thing the other day. Remember those things you would like sit up in bed with? They had little side arms. Some had little. Uh, with this one, please shut up, ma'am. She's now on my podcast. I'll probably have to pay her royalties. Remember that everybody was fucking using them. Excuse my language. Everybody had one. Well, but people. Am I making fun of it? Yeah, a little. I don't know why. I don't care. Hey, if you have one, there could be someone using one right now. But you know what I mean? Now people just put two pillows behind their back. Back in the day, they used to all have... I did a great job when I was home. I saw my... Well, I have two niece and nephews there, you know, the the older ones. And then the younger ones are like 12, 10 in that area. And... um I didn't ever ask him, what are you doing in school? I try to, whatever's a boring goddamn question, I don't ask him. I try to have interesting conversation. Not ask him bullshit questions that they could give a fuck about talking about. It's easy to slip into that stuff. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm ready to go home. It's nice to be ready to go home. And um, that's it. You know what I forgot to mention on the last show? Well, now you know, but I forgot to mention Jack and Frank. And they're obviously on part two, which, by the way, I will say this now. We love them. They're now part of the family. They, were, they just fit right in. They were pure joy to be around, both of them. They were great. That's why I invited them back on part two. Well, that's not true because we did it all in one night. But they're going to be back soon. Now they're a team. Once I like two people together... Then they can't ever come separate. That's not true either. I'm just filled with untrue things as I sit here in the Newark airport. It's a good energy in here. A lot of people walking around. It's fun to get to... You know, I love to get past security. I don't care if I have... What? They need our attention. Oh, wait. Is that bad? Somebody just gave me luggage. I didn't think anything was weird. Oh, oh! I had to. Oh, I shouldn't leave my luggage at attendant. Oh, I'm doing everything wrong. I left my luggage. I had to go eat at a restaurant, so I left my luggage. And then I shouldn't. Then some other guy gave me. He goes, "Could you bring this bag on the flight for me?" I'm like, "Sure." I haven't heard any announcements about it. Flight. Seattle. Right. Sexy, isn't it? Flying the romance of it. You know what I'm really excited about? That they start these tours. Me and John Byrne Wagner are going to be taking trains all over the goddamn place. And I love it. We'll smoke a little pot. We'll get on a train. We're taking a train. When we're done in Brooklyn, we're taking a train to Pittsburgh. Six-hour train. I love it. We'll eat. We'll relax. 
Ah, very much looking forward to it. Anyway, I miss everybody. I really do. I miss the whole gang. And I can't wait to get back in the podcast. Me and John are going to be doing some podcasts from the road. Because we're on the road, you know, from January, like, it doesn't matter. You'll find out soon. All right, well, listen, enjoy the show. It's the second half. I don't even... Oh, I don't even know if anybody listens to the podcast anymore. Is there anybody listening? I mean, Aristotle gives me these numbers. He goes, it's somewhere around 15,000, 20,000 downloads a month. But I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's just like, uh, I want to know who listens other places. Anybody know a plumber in Los Angeles? I'm not kidding. Um, don't forget Mid-City Dental, everybody. And, uh, but... All right, I'm well, I'm just rambling. You're all I got. Once I finish this opening, I got to sit in the airport. There's rocking chair. There's one rocking chair over there, but that guy won't get up. He's been planted in it for 25 minutes. I'm gonna go over and step on his foot. Oh boy. All right. If Gary Goldman comes to your town, go see him. I'm Todd Glass. On today's show, it's a beautiful show with Jack and Frank and Aristotle and I and some guy named Vinny. And uh, is Aaron Simon? I don't think Aaron Simon's there. He doesn't love us anymore. He's our, our podcast. He's bored of it. And he knows it. And you know what? Good. Who needs him in there? I mean, I love him to death. But I'd rather hang him out with the house. I don't need anybody. Does he listen to these openings? He might. Shit. I'm not editing it. Everybody, you're great. And I'm proud of you. And uh, enjoy the second half of the holiday show. Goodbye. Did I forget John Byrne Wagner? He was there. Well, he's always there. You know, John Byrne Wagner, I think, has missed maybe one show. That's it. Right? Aristotle in the same league. But, um, everybody, everybody, goodbye and, and be well. <clears throat> You're beautiful. It's a good show. Uh, part two. Part two. Well, you know, it's funny. That's the first thing people hear when they put it in their ears. Always imagine that. Someone's turned the show on. They put their iPod. They put their... their and then they, they're they listening now to the Todd Glass show. Look at this. Sure they picture people ice skating. It's the Todd Glass show. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Frank... Cronin is here for the second part of the Todd Glass Show. A round of applause. The people in the crowd, there's a love that fervors through the audience. And ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack Fuckstick Hackett. Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack Fuckstick Hackett. Look, you can call me Mr. Fuckstick. Today, when I asked, uh, when, when to George Carlin, when John Bram Wagner was putting the name up on the board, uh, he goes, Can we get Frank's last name? I texted you and I said, Hey, uh, um, give, can you give me your, both of your full names just for the board in the, in the, in the studio? And you texted Jack Fuckstick. <laughs> and then uh, Frank, uh, Frank Cronin. 
That's how you know it's a good relationship when you can be that irreverent in a text. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Jack fucks the packet. So, folks, this is the second part of the show, and we just we're here as gentle as we could be. It says New Year's is approaching. Things have happened. You have been stressed about this. Something happened. But tonight, wherever you're at, we're together. Uh, maybe you're listening on the train. I say the same thing every time. Maybe you're cuddled up in the, in the living room. I can tell you, if you're in your house and it meant pausing me and go getting a few things done, do it. Go do it. Go brush your teeth. Go take a thing you have to take before you go to bed. Go pull down. Go shut that shade. Go, yeah, because when we're done with us and the second half of the Todd Glass show, you can just go right to bed. So pause it. It's so easy to do, and you'll be so glad you did it. If it means taking off your pants and putting on your shorts and, you know, washing your, and, and washing your face or whatever you got to do, go do it. And then we're going to spend the best hour and a half together with uh, Jack and Frank, my girlfriend's brother. Thank you, Frank. Aristotle and Mr. John Bram Wagner. Yeah, John! No! Christmas miracle! Oh, he's alive! He's alive! He's alive! He's alive! He's alive! Thank you. Does that need we have we have to give the money back? I feel great. Take a deep breath. Stop. There's nothing wrong with stopping. The best podcast is because they're not afraid to just shh and do nothing. This is part two. We're darker. We're deeper into the night. It is Christmas. I can only, we look, I promise people will take pictures. I want to get some pictures tonight. I want to see the band with all the, with all the, uh, the Todd Glass uh, logos on the, uh, on the music stands and the sign that Jack Hackett and Frank uh, Cronin. Fuck stick, Hackett. Fuck. <laughs> is, that a, is that a name from your mother's side or your father's side? It's a father's name. Fuck stick. Yeah, the Hackett's are a bunch of fuck sticks. The Hackett's are a bunch of fuck sticks. Would your parents ever listen to this show? If I tell them. Well, I want them to. They I'll did a good them. job. I like your parents because you seem to be. Do you get who you are? You who are because you are because of your parents, you think? 100%. Well, then they're good people. Yeah. They're good people because you, you know, because you, you're, 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 you're creatively uh, aware, and you're artistically creative. You know, you got, you got a bro. Your parents must have let you have somehow have a, a creative mind. Am I, am I close? Yeah, one hundred percent. Wow. Is your mom seeing anybody? My father. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you were asking. No, 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 no. Not for me. For a friend of mine, he's going to be in the Florida area, and then they're going to take a jet over to Colorado. And I know that you're from Denver, and then, uh, but, but often, often in Denver, I know that uh, you take trips here and there, and then sometimes, no, 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 no. Come on, don't. Hey, anybody I'm from Denver. Think they have to help easy, me. Easy, don't easy. think. But sometimes Denver, which is close to uh, Utah. Yeah, listen. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Atlanta. No, no. Shh. Thank you, John. I'm not stupid. Utah 
which I said before you even said what you, you just said, yes, I overheard you, is cl is not that far from Atlanta. It's and when I far. say not that far, I'm talking in a plane, top six hours. It could be two. That Yes, that's what I meant to say. Exactly. So uh, I think, yes, God bless your family. Do you think your family will listen? How much do I have to talk about them to get them to listen? Because I want them to, you go, Mom, we ended up talking about you and Dad on the show for a while. And I think... They deserve to be talked about. First of all, what are their names? John and Wendy. John and Wendy. What does John do? John is the president of Minute Maid. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. I'm 100% serious. Wow. I, what? Now, okay, do I like that? Because something in me is always a kid. I'm like, when my was younger, why can't my dad be president of Lemonade? I mean, there was always a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a kid in high school. I know it's not Lemonade. But there's a kid in high school. Oh, they own... Louder back moving company. Even right. if it was a regional moving company, I was jealous. I'm like, oh, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, Eric Louderback. Wait, you mean from the trucks, Louderback moving? I'm like, yeah, I was jealous. Why can't my family own a trucking company? It's famous, you know. So this this thing here, your dad is the is what the president of Minute Maid. Wow, how did he get to be the president of Minute Maid? He worked at Coca Cola for th over thirty years. And started at the bottom. He was he started with deliveries. He was wow. delivering Coca Cola to stores. Are you do to George Carlin. To George Carlin. That's absolutely correct. Okay, of course, because it's a great story. So and then and then so okay, go ahead. Take me step by step and don't skip any don't skip anything. Uh so it was he, he was delivering Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's the president of Minimade. Oh great. Oh. That's all. <laughs> no. So, but those are the type of stories you hear, but you know, you hear that story, but you don't hear the specifics. So start with what you said. His, when he started with this company. I'll he start was even farther before that. His wow. father was uh, a mailman, and his mother was a librarian, and he has seven other siblings, and they've all gone on and worked really hard, and everyone's successful in the family, and it's crazy. And all the kids have pretty easy lives because they all work their asses off. It's crazy. It, it literally was the American dream, my family. And so your dad starts with what level at this company? Delivering Coca-Cola. Delivering Coca-Cola. Okay. And then get, try Back to, try to like that? slow, but f here's my, I'm being totally honest with you. Slow but fast. Slow but fast. Like, like I, I want every detail, but just uh, get to the point. Okay. Because, you know, this is crazy. Okay. You're delivering soda. What's the next step where you're like, what the fuck am I doing this now? I'll start even before that. He was he worked for Gallo Wine. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he did there, like displays and stuff at stores. He'd go around the country, make sure that his displays for Gallo Wine was correct. Mm -hmm. Somehow got the Coke gig, delivered it, moved up through the ranks. Then he moved into marketing. We ended up moving to Hong Kong in 2009 for whatever job he got. Something about Pacific marketing. And then office closed down, moved back to Atlanta, Georgia. And then he rose through the ranks. He was doing strategy and stuff. And this then is your grandfather? This is my father. This is your father. Okay. This is, my father. This is your father. And eventually landed in president of Minute Maid. So but when, wait when a second. When did that happen? How did that happen? That happened like two years ago. Oh, wow. Your father, if he hears this, can I tell you? I'm... Yeah, that's incredible. That is no, genuine. Listening. Oh my God, you guys, you're gonna be foolish. He's gonna listen. We've talked about him enough where we've brought him here, which we should bring him here. I just want to make him proud that I serviced him well. Because right now I think he's going, son, I love you, but you left out a few details <laughs> that would make it for everyone to understand. It's still no doubt about it. It's a miraculous story. 
But, you know, in all fairness, and you, Jack, you seem like a great guy. I mean, oh, he delivered thing, and then he was the president. Well, come on, give me some, but made a right and made a left. It shuffled that way, shuffled this way, shuffled up the stream. Riffity diff, riffity raff, riffity cliff, 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 cliff. Bimbity bam, bim bam bim, bim bam boopy, boopy, foopy. Is that because I bag groceries? <laughs> no, that's for me. You're insecure. <laughs> I am insecure. Right. I'm having a great time, but I hope you are too. <laughs> San Antonio, you told me you're having fun. If I'm having fun, so I guess if I'm having fun, you're having fun. If you're having fun, I'm having fun. So am I having fun? You bet your fucking nitty pity pity patty pity. Nice. We're having fun from Los Angeles to Sacramento and nowhere else. That's right. Yeah. Live from the Todd Glass Studio for the it's hit New Year's Eve show. Coming at you with the 70s, the 80s, 80s the 90s, 90s the, the 2000s, 2000s sometimes. Do you want to see how good these guys are? Yes. And Vinny, can I include you? Aristotle, can I include you? Remember when we said like you don't know if it's rehearsed? Yeah. So sometimes, and I'm doing this for Frank because I think you'll appreciate this. It's, it incites me how close they can be. Now, granted, there's tricks, and I try to make it so they can follow me. But sometimes on the road, like I'll have them as a band, yeah. and I'll go... Hey, uh, did we all rehearse the thank you for the yes. for the general oh manager? Yes, yeah. we thank them. We thank them. Yeah, we guys, I'm just sorry, but once before, Don't be just know that we fucking did it. Yeah, Aristotle, and they're no. all behind me as a band, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I go, well, no, no, it was just that one time, and it was a. And by the way, you that guys, was your are, fault. No, it was. It, well, I did forget to tell you, and all fair. Okay. But so you all got the thing, and you all have we the. Th yes, yes okay, we all received that we yes, wanted so. to do. For Frank. Yes, yeah. we all got it. I love Frank. Oh, and you God. and you know the, the, what we want to say. In and out. Yeah. I printed right. it out. Okay, here we go. Thank, Thank you, Frank, for being a part of the Todd Glass Show. From the minute we met you at the Halloween party, we knew we liked you. You were easy to get along with and friendly and very personable. So we're happy to have you in the Todd Glass Studio. Wow. Wow. I'm so glad you guys rehearsed very. <laughs> no, much. does it seem like how else will we know it? <laughs> Dude, you guys are, you guys are like an acapella group. We got you that like great. a week ago, and you were great for that. Uh, uh, what's your name, Henry? Yes. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you for making me feel so welcome. Thank you. What do you want to do? We have, you know, what's great about a second show, a part two. I feel like a little bit like we can do whatever we fucking want. It's a new year. <laughs> it's a oh, new I year. I had that stupid story I said I was oh, going to yeah, tell yeah. in the first one. No story oh. stupid, but go ahead. Cliffhangers. Oh, okay. Cliffhangers. Talking yeah. about cliffhangers. Pipe in. Cliff, it's just little facts. I'm little working, facts. I'm working it into my stand-up, so I don't quite know what to do with it yet. But in elementary school, in about third grade, I was asked to audition for the Atlanta Boys Choir. And this was relevant when we were singing for like 10 minutes in the corner. Um... So they asked me to audition, and they said I had to bring in a song to sing. Although, quick thing about the Atlanta Boys Choir. Like, it was a touring company of just, like, third-grade boys. They'd go around to, like, Carnegie Hall and, like, all these other big venues. Nice. So it was, like, a big thing. There's so much They may have been young, but they used to smoke a lot. She said it was the best in all the land. 
God is tripping balls, dude. Oh my God. I'm tired of waking up Oh my God. Oh shit. It just hit me the wrong. Oh my God. I'm going to be very. Okay, back to you. I remember what was going on. You were telling a story. Atlanta Boys Choir. So they said when you audition, you have to bring in one song to sing. And I was at a Christian school. Uh, it was an Episcopalian school. Can we get that song when you tell us what it is and have you do it tonight? Yes, I'm going to sing it, of course. Oh, God. It's part of the tale. Sure. <laughs> so the songs like I was I was used to singing, I went to church every Thursday. That was what I did at my school. I know wow. church on Thursday. It's weird. It's what I did. Pretty unorthodox. I know. It's <laughs> Episcopalians. What do you expect? So we were singing songs. There was literally a song that we sang. It went like this. It went, God's the gas in my go-kart. God's the wind in my sail. God's the fire in my chugga chugga engine. Filled up with God, I can't fail. These are the songs I was used to singing. But I didn't want to sing that. It's too religious. That's too religious. Too you don't religious. want to do it. So what are you thinking of singing? Yeah. I, I didn't went, know this was leading to you singing, and I'm loving I that went it to is. A, I went to a song. I went to a I, song that I was going to sing, but it was I on thought... My iPod then, shuffle. Bing-a-ling-a-ling. That can only hold a hundred songs <laughs> at a time. <laughs> and it was engraved with the Coca-Cola insignia. Of course. Yeah, my brother and I got that as Christmas gifts. We got an iPod shovel. It's like, it holds 100 songs. Oh, back how many years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Third grade. Figure it out. Internet. Shut the fuck up. You got it in third grade? Maybe second grade. Yeah, but it's second, third, fourth, fifth. That's still pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's an yeah. iPod shuffle. I listen to it every night going to sleep. Balling. And what was weird... Was my parents love rock and roll music. That's what I grew up listening to. I can't listen to rap. I just don't understand it. Um, they both got each other for one year for Christmas. They both got each other Green Day's American Idiot for each other. So we have two copies of American Idiot in the house. And I downloaded one of them and listened to one of it. Uh, one album of it. So uh, for my song to sing for the Atlanta Boys Choir, I chose Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Because it only swore once. My God. And, and let me say this. First of all, to your parents, who I sound, they sound like very interesting people. And I want to hope, I, if they like good old rock and roll, I want them, and I hope they hear this show, to listen to, who's the band out of Kaleo? Out of, uh, out of uh, well, they're, they're an Iceland band. <laughs> but they've had, they've had some rec- recognition over here, too. Because I, when a minute I heard them, they're called Kaleo. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? Do you know? Does anyone know? P-R- What is it? K-A-L-E. <laughs> K A L E O. And I went because when I heard it, I went, you know, if you like just go, I just like good old fashioned rock and roll, even if you're 70 or 60 and you didn't, you weren't angry at people today or youth, you'd listen to this and you'd go, this is just some fucking good old raw. Even though he looks, he's so good looking that you start thinking, how good can he be? Don't fucking let that in the way. Don't let that get in the way. Don't let fucking get in that way because I think seriously he shreds he shreds the fuck out of look the one song that I saw that someone said take a look at this person which we're gonna play that's right right now do it but before we do that before we do that talk about a tease we know what we're looking <laughs> forward to I think do we have any unwrapped business story what story yeah I just want to hear a little bit were more where you gonna sing. Oh, the story I was finished. Boulevard Broken Dreams. So I was bringing a segment Boulevard of Broken Dreams that only had one swear word in it. Mm-hmm. And I determined it was pretty good to sing. So I sang it in front of the group. It was about four adults. And for anyone who's in Atlanta, 
Uh, we had to drive all the way from Sandy Springs down to Fernbank, which you know is pretty far. Anyway, that re- will maybe connect to maybe two <laughs> percent of your audience. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I chose Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and the problem with Boulevard of Broken Dreams, it, has, it says fuck once. Um, and so how old are you when you want to do this? Third grade. Okay, okay. Right, that's so, an important part to remember. I, I sang the whole song, and when it got to the effort part, I didn't omit the word. I just sort of self-censored myself. So I went, uh, read between the lines what's up and everything's <laughs> all right. <laughs> and just continue with the song. And I know from the reaction of everybody <laughs> in the room, they were like, what? just happened with this kid did he have a stroke (laughs) (laughs) you just did like a very right type of yeah i I did a radio edit in real life (laughs) and uh, instead of trying to figure out a way he could gracefully take it out yeah exactly oh that's so funny and you're in third what how old are you i'm in third grade jesus i don't even know what fuck means can you do the song right now will you do the song right now the whole song? <laughs> Boulevard of Record Dreams. Well, don't, don't you think you are listening? I think people listening want to hear. Yeah. I'll just recreate even, the whole audition process. Even if you do 30 seconds of it. Okay. You want to try it? Yeah, you want to fo- try it? The phones are lighting up here. we got to get the music, right? I mean. We'll get the music. We I don't do have a band here. Fuck it. I'll do an acapella. I don't need it. You want to do an acapella? Wait, I, I know the chords on the piano. You see it? Go ahead over to the piano. Is there a mic? I'll bring the... Can I bring it? No, what? no, but he has this over okay. there. And then Frank seems very eager to hold the microphone. I want the audience to know that although, oh, he's going to hold. Well, wait, maybe you need someone to hold it because you got to play with both hands, right? I'm good, I'm good. Let's turn that keyboard up as loud as we can. Oh, shit. Let me make sure I get this right, too. Some reverb in his mic. Look, I've given you this. I'm not saying it's perfect. Hold on, everybody. May I have your attention, please? I'm not saying what I the, 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 what I turn over to him is perfect, but I give him this. And I give him our attention, which is the silence to honor any performer, and I give him this. Incredible. It's the Ty Glass Show, everybody. Wow, it's part two. 
New Year's, right around the corner, New Year's, right around the corner. Anyway, so I did that song, and they went, wow, okay, um... What would you do? Thank this you in for third coming grade? in. Third grade. They went, thank you for coming in. Oh, this is just an audition. This is just an audition. It wasn't wow. a done deal. I go, they think, thank you for coming in. I go, all right, bye. I get back in the minivan and we go home. We get a call later. No, not even a call. We got a letter in the mail that said, you've been accepted into the Atlanta Boys Choir. <laughs> oh, nice. And my mom looked at me and said, you got in. And I go, really? She goes, yeah. I go, I don't think I want to do it, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, why? Like, because it took us 45 minutes to get there. Oh, nice. I don't want to drive 45 <laughs> minutes to sing some fucking church songs. Yeah. And she goes, damn right. I don't want to drive that either. So we oh. didn't do it. <laughs> no. oh, oh, the fire went out. Shut up. To George Carlin. To George Carlin. First of all, that story in itself was beautiful. And whatever it is, the way my breath or Jack's breath hit the candle, it went out. <laughs> I thought you did it on purpose no, to George a, Carlin. That's a natural blackout. He, he told that, that story. That was a, that was just a blackout. Whether it was, oh, that was fucking beautiful. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. Oh, my. Yeah, I don't want to drive 45. Your mom, like, because, you know, your mom probably at the time was what? Like, in her 40s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's not like... You know, she's like, what the fuck? I don't want to do that either. We have to get either. from Sandy Springs to Fernbank? Are you I love you, son, me? but no, that's going to suck. And you're like, as a kid, you're like, I ain't doing that shit. Fuck. And like, By I the way, if it meant <laughs> if it was something you wanted to do, that's a different story. Then you go to no means sometimes to help your children. Yeah, it was like my choir teacher said, I recommend you for this. I go, why did you do that? Yeah. I don't want to do that. How about your parents? Are they any, anything you want to tell us about them? Uh, yeah, my dad actually worked for Guinness Ireland for 35 Whoa. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, so why don't you years. shut your fucking mouth and listen to what he's got to say. His is yeah. better. Oh, yeah. my dad. He's my. Your parents are still listening. Now, here's my theory. <laughs> if they're listening, I want to show them the respect they deserve because I don't want them to go, oh, geez, uh, sweetheart, that's them talking about you. Sure. I mean, he really was saying some negative things about I go, no, mom and <laughs> daddy, can't you tell he loved you? He respected you? Yeah. Oh, really? Sure. Then he comes over and he, then he <laughs> I'm sure my dad would go, Guinness? Damn, that is better. Wow. I like your parents. I think we have Guinness in the house. I think if your parents were in L.A., I would let you bring them in here. I'd like to interview the three of you. Okay. Because wow. I think they're, well, there's, there's something about you that's evolved. So I think, and, and the stories you tell me about them are pretty cool. Do they, are, is your mom seeing anybody? My father, yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I wasn't trying to be rude. Okay, back to you. <laughs> um, honey, when, when he made those jokes, is it because he's uncomfortable to be with, the, with his own self? Jack, and I know your name's Frank. I like Jack. You like Jack? Yeah, <laughs> Would yeah. you rather me call you Jack? I, well, my father was the president of Minute Maid. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, really? Still the same? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jack, don't be offended, but I just want to talk. I need to talk to him like as a regular guy. Uh, okay. I know you have a father. He's CEO. I wish I had a dad CEO. When I hear my dad was the CEO, I'm like, excuse oh. me, did I say CEO? Well, he is. Wow. I said president. He's the president. That's just as good. How's his poem? I don't know the difference. My dad. I wish I could say my dad. If I wanted to tell people my dad owned a dry cleaning company. You know that would have been cool. That's cool. But That's clearly like a launder for something. Are we allowed to ask you what your? Yeah. Well, yes, uh, my dad, what he did, first of all, wasn't, wasn't bad at all. Yeah. He was originally in the wholesale shoe business, which would mean that he would go to factories that had maybe a closeout on a shoe and buy like him in bulk. Yeah, yeah. And then 
because he could get a he had the basically it's the way any business is because you get the money to buy in bulk. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe a guy who owns a shoe store can't go and buy them in that magnitude like you can. And he had a warehouse in Center City, Philadelphia, five stories. It was pretty cool. When I was in second grade, they moved into five it. Five stories. Yeah, my grandfather Sorry, that just registered. That's blah, a blah, that's blah. a big deal. My gra- my blah, grandfather. Blah, blah, this is the truth. The, but this is true. Blah, By the way, you can play that in the background. But I swear to God, blah, this is a true story. Two George Carlin. But hold on. So my so blah, they they blah, my grandfather blah, built his dream blah, building, blah, and it was at and it was at Market blah, Street three three eleven Market Street, blah, blah, and downstairs blah, in the lobby blah, was three desks, picture of Clark Gable, and all these old. Uh, old musicians and actors up on the wall within like huge frames and then there were as a wall of shoes like hundred shoes and people that own stores would come in and go, and buy like how many of these do you have it was just because it's in the wall it doesn't mean you know how many there are so up on the wall there's 700 of these sometimes a store owner would go I want 700 and sometimes if it was a small store they were there with their own truck and then they're up, they would go up the five stories in a freight elevator and then just right away put it in the guy's truck. Sometimes it was a bigger company, they would um, <laughs> they would get shipped eventually later. Like someone would come in and buy some ridiculous amount of shoes and then they would get sh- shipped to them through an outside source a week later and then they would get them. But sometimes it was the actual store owner with a truck. With Holy a truck. Holy shit, he's still going. With a truck. Do you know what time it is? And, I know and, I was and, invited and, and, and here by as the way, a guest, but I'd I really s- like to leave now. Everything I said was true. Everything I said was true. Like that's so what now the fun part for me was sometimes like when the person <laughs> You put Frank to sleep, Todd. Come on. Everything I said was true. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a beautiful story. It is a beautiful story. It was. It was all true. They would come in, and the office was so nice. And I remember how nice it was. They had three big old wooden desks, and it was like it was like probably my grandfather's dream to have this like place so people would come in it was on 330 now it's like lofts these expensive so he, he came from uh, he didn't expect to have this like five stories shoes no this was like i think for my grandfather this was like finally you know like his his building and they bought it and then they owned it and i think it was like i'm not kidding you i think they paid like a hundred and thirty thousand dollars for it and i now it's like the you know yeah. like million dollar lofts so it was yeah. like it was like a, you know, it was exciting. My grandfather was probably uh, seventy at the time, but he had this. I knew he. And who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, I was really listening. <laughs> the first part I thought was interesting, but not the second part. So let's cut it off right now. Move on. Now that is a beautiful no, story. Thank no, you for no, sharing. It's, it's not a beautiful Frank story. Well, the fact Dennis. That, now, can I tell you run, something? Run, 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 run from, from the bit. Wait, 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 wait. Run, 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 run from the bit. Sorry. Run, 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 run from the conversation. Run, 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 run from the conversation. It's run from the conversation. Play it again. It's not run from the bit. It's not run from the bit. You can never under underestimate Joe McKenzie, lyricist Joe. We all know run from the bit, run from the bit. What when a conversation's taking a funny turn? Run, 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 run from the conversation. Run, 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 run from the conversation. Run, 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 run,
George Carlin, it is raining. Oh, wow. Here. Joe, it is. To George Carlin, is genuinely raining out. But it's starting this, to pick up. It's starting to pick up. Is it really? Let yeah. me actually check. And you, John Brand Wagner set up a projector right outside oh, yeah. the studio. <laughs> this is actually funny. Yeah. And it's a projector, and I have it on, like, I, I got a cart online, so I just can always have the projector on it with the speaker and the, everything that's needed to, like, show movies from a projector. So we just can put it in the house or we could throw it outside. And um, so he, it started raining outside, so somehow... I said, take an umbrella. and But how did you mount the umbrella over the projector so it's perfectly, I noticed from afar, I haven't gone up close to see how you did it, like, over the projector? How yeah, did John, you, how'd you do it? Uh, uh, who said that? <laughs> what? Hey, hey, John, how'd you do it? Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah, how'd you do it, John? Let me tell you. Yeah, please do. Tell us. Tell please, us how tell you us, did tell it. Tell us. 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 John. I mean, it really, it took like a community. Do you mind going into some detail don't make, about yeah, how you did it? Don't make a joke about it. I'm I not, want you to I'm tell not. us from be your heart. Be fucking serious. Be fucking Jesus. serious. Are you so, fucking it, afraid it, to be serious? I, there's I don't nothing I take more serious than the helpful work that others put into. That's true. 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 He always tells the truth about that. I know John, he would say that. He tells the truth about it. So that is true. We'll give him that. We'll give him that. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. And that's all we'll give. That's all we'll give him. But from that is there, good. But from, from there, there, from like, there, uh, sure. I took some tape and I taped it on there. Oh. 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 oh that's a, what is this, Discovery, how it's made? Oh, 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 oh are you saying? Uh, and, uh, and here you have a uh, cart with an umbrella taped to it. Wow. Is that what you did? You taped the umbrella to it? Y yeah. But, I mean, but John, like everything I he did. does, this is why I'm very excited. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it. Oh, yeah, I'm, we should. Oh, wait. Is uh, it, it's about to happen. We can never over talk about this. So no, I've no. been doing stand-up comedy 35 years. But I've never really gone on a tour. And what I mean by that... <laughs> that was a very 30, long, a 35 long years. Yeah. 35 years. I'm just getting pumped. 35 pumped. No, it's come not on. 36. Okay. So let me... Sorry, is this sorry. liquor still? No? No, please. Continue. Uh, okay, so for 35 years. And, I've, and I'm not complaining about it. I'm happy that I have something new and fun to do. But I, for me, I don't really go on tour. Like, I'll do... A uh, week at a comedy club, sometimes take the three days off and just stay in the one city to, to transition to the next city. And I can, I really like doing that, like, you know, because you yeah. wake up Monday in Philadelphia with nowhere to go. No pressure. Two, no pressure. Yeah. What a great, beautiful way. It's a great way to spend money. Even if the, a lot of times the club will take care of the hotel. If not, I'll spend the money to wake up. I get in the day before my show, so when I get into Philadelphia, I don't have a show. Get Pats, get Genos. Oh, yes. Sure. Get both. So, but maybe a little credit card fraud. Buy yourself something nice. Go on, tell them you yeah, didn't tell buy. Yeah, tell me everybody. You know you say. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 I, I don't think know. About that. Oh, I think Who it. Who does that? Somebody sideswiped me. Oh, oh sure. no. Oh. Someone oh. shot me in the oh. head and they took my credit card. Took my credit card. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, I can't see anymore. Oh, what's going on? Insurance claim. I hope no one's buying stuff without my permission. Oh, that would be would make me look bad. That would make me look bad. That would, oh, did someone buy Pats and Gino oh, subs on me? Oh, I can wow. see that. Oh, who would they, do that? They probably thought, oh, he's it's coming crazy. into town and it will look like he would yeah. buy Pats yeah. and Gino's. Yeah. But it we all look, know you're a It vegan. would look like he would oh, buy 
iPad Sanjinos. It looks like he won by why not? He's oh, he's coming in. He's a comedian. He's from Philly, so we steal his credit card. And the credit card company, they're not going to go. Something looks weird. This guy's buying cheesesteaks all over the goddamn place. Well, no wonder it's Todd Glass. He's originally from Philly. They won't suspect yeah. the ER bill for the gunshot wound in the head is him. They think it's someone else. <laughs> Absolutely. And when, when they, they check the camera footage, guess what? Oh my. Everybody's wearing a Todd Glass <laughs> mask. mask. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's I've seen hard it, to prove I've seen that he did. I've seen this a thousand did. times. Yeah. You know, yeah. Frank, because I think you're so appreciative, oh, how much time have we done for the late show? 35 minutes. Oh, oh shit, I gotta go. Can I tell you? I, I like the feeling of doing that because sometimes you could go, Todd, you've been doing an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> and then you feel like, I wanna play a little bit more. <laughs> so we have like what I call going in for the close. Wow. Because our late show is shorter than our first show, but that means 45 minutes. Going well, I think it means 20 minutes, but it, it ends up being 45 minutes. But it means this is the late show. We're going in for the close, which mm-hmm. means I like to give myself a lot of time. I don't want to say, oh, go in and close. We have 10 minutes. I'm like, fuck, no. <laughs> so I go in for the close. I take, if I took 50 minutes, I'm like, okay, but I'm still going in for the close. You take your time. You, you massage take your time. it a little bit. What do you think? You had enough? Keep going. I don't give a shit. Wow. No, you're brave. That's some seriously. Some you want to Let's put a Christmas song up there right now with no rehearsal. And see what we can do to. We don't to need a rehearsal. We're we don't, professional. We don't, we don't, we don't need we don't. to put up. We know every song, song ever written. We don't. Yeah. What do we have? This guy was in the Atlanta Boys Choir for God's no, sake. No, that's right. Yeah. No, I, like I turned that him story. down. I turned him down. <laughs> oh, you turned him down. And that's my fri- true. My friend did join, and he goes, "I'm in the Atlanta Boys Choir." I was like, "Yeah, I auditioned for that." He goes, yeah. Isn't the drive terrible? He goes, "No, it's actually not that bad." I go, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> were, you were were you performing this weekend? Oh, Carnegie Hall, in New York. Yeah. I, but that's like a five-hour flight from Atlanta. <laughs> that's <kind of laughs> do you know what's great about You're you, happy dude? Not to do He's it. not a spoiled brat. You had every. You were nearly in an Atlanta boys choir, and, and then you could you you, you could have been anything. You could have been anything. I'm surprised you're sitting here. Well, you know, I pick and choose. <laughs> Listen, I know Christmas, and what I know that everybody in this room, I just want wow. everyone to feel loved. Oh, I don't want anybody. Snow coming down. What snow? You're Happy damn right it is. Birthday. Everybody, first of all, you're all doing a great Frosty job. Frosty the snowman is a holly jolly soul. And the children play a corncob pipe and the Latin Jennifer. Frosty the snowman. He's a man made out of snow. And he drifts in so he can laugh and play. It's the same as you and me. Except he's made of snow. He's made of snow. Wow, that is how that song goes. Frank. Hey, I got some serious shit I'm going to lay on you. I knew it was coming. You're going to be like so like, what the fuck? I anticipated this. I, I'm prepared. Oh, you're going to be so shitting in your pants. I, I mean, this is deep shit. Yeah. I ain't afraid. No, a lot of shows are afraid to get deep as shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. We've kind of talked about this. Deep, that that yeah. kind of scares people away, Todd. Yeah, it does. It does. And we've talked about Are you about sure you want to go this deep? Can I tell you what I want to do? Don't let the pine cone on fire, No, Todd. I'll tell you what, what I want doing? to. To Good George Lord. Carlin, everybody. I'm lighting a pine cone on fire, 
And to George Carlin, I want everyone to try to imagine that there's a smoke. That's pretty smoky. Yeah. Holy shit, it's caught fire. No, it's caught fire to George Carlin. I want you to imagine you're in a room with a wood-burning stove. So hold on. I'm going to move away from the mic. And then don't just may pretend like, oh, yeah, but what doesn't it add? Like there's a wood-burning stove. And yeah. then close your eyes. He's saging the room. I just feel like safe cone. now, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. He's, a w- he's, he's getting, he's getting rid of smells. spirits. Basically, Todd is... Let, let it do something. Does that not seem like you're in a cabin? Mm-hmm. Okay, it does. It yeah. works. Yeah, he's t- right. Todd is walking around the room now with a, a lit pine cone that's scaring the life out of about 50% of the 200-strong <laughs> audience. But doesn't that... <laughs> I didn't even right, know a pine cone could catch fire. Oh, that smells lovely. Sometimes in my house, if I want to give the house a smell of, like, a fire, I'll light a pine cone, I walk it around the house, yeah. and you get used to it when you're in the house, but people come in from outside, and it really does. It's like, oh, it just smells like, like you have a fire, and maybe it got a little smoky in the room, yeah. but it's all cozy as fuck. The toxins within that the pine cone really add a nice aroma. You know. Is it bad? Oh. Is it toxics in there? No, it's fine. <laughs> gotcha. I do the same thing in my house, but I do um, chicken wings from Hooters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just walk around. <laughs> 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 I walk around my 30 wings around the house, <laughs> my buffalo wings Jack, going, somebody smell this. Jack. 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 <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack. Jack. Todd's, Todd's back Jack, in his three-piece Jack. suit. Sorry, seven-piece suit. Jack, 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 he's got the microphone. Jack, he's about to come Jack, out into the, he's in the jazz club. He's adding an eight-piece to the suit. It is, I don't know what it is, but it's an eight. J-A-C-K. It's Jackie, baby. Ladies and gentlemen. It's the tightest three-piece suit I've ever seen. What this color morning. is it? It's a suede black suit with a wow. nice shiny lapel. I've it's never black. seen anything like it's it. It's black, but I'm going to tell you this. It's black to the eye, but the truth is it's the darkest fucking blue you can get. Wow. Talk about his, his glowing watch. Yeah, I've never seen a watch glow like that, but I think it's because the lights, the three follow spots that are individually manned. All union. At $150 an hour. Gotta be me. Woo! This is his famous song. Do it or die. I gotta be me. Whether I'm right. Bury me, Todd. Or whether I'm wrong. Whether I find myself in a place I'd rather belong. Oh, we just did the perfect be Roger Daltrey mic swing. And not a single button popped on that three-piece, super-tight suit. Incredible control, both of the vocals and his physicality. That was the best explanation. You can see his ab. That's this guy. That's what he, let me <laughs> tell you Aristotle something. joke, right? Yeah. Yes. I Original. saw Paul Anka. And let me tell you something. The guy's 80 almost, and he, after he 
I saw him in Las Vegas in, in um, at the um, Steve Fine Arts. Got me tickets. Paul Ank is an old, uh, another guy who's an older crooner. Yeah, definitely from the old days, uh, like Frank Sinatra. You know who that Absolutely, is, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like from that era. He wrote my way. This guy. Yeah. Now he's probably seventy-eight, and he, we went to see him at, in in the in Beverly Hills at like a two thousand seat theater. He had like a forty piece band with him. It was like so fucking exciting. I went because like, I'd never seen like the old school crooners. Yeah, I, I'd seen them a little. It doesn't matter. When I was younger, I used to work as like a uh, usher at this place called the Valley Forge Music Fair. But that's it. And that's like when I was 17, 18, 19 years old. So we went, and it was it was Paul Anka, and he. It's in like a two thousand seat room, and all of a sudden, like the lights go out in the theater, and it makes me realize how much fun it is to create an atmosphere even before it starts. Yes, and. Me and Steve, we're there watching it. We're like, I'm like a little kid. Like we're, we're hot. We got some. We got pot and we smoked it. Not that we needed it. It was good without it, but it made it fucking so much better. It was just, you know, really, it really made it fun. And um, to anybody going through sobriety, you okay? You got a problem? You got to deal with it. Yeah. But I say it with love. But don't. I don't want to be afraid to 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 uh, to talk about it. But also, I know it fucking sucks. Some people listen to the show. They're like. Mm. Ah, I God bless America. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, everybody. They're patriots. Man. Everybody, the patriots. Sure, and the Cleveland Indians came around, but no one cared. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what so, are we talking about? Well, so there you were. He walks on stage. He's Who? Anchor. Oh, Paul, Paul Anchor. So the room. So so it's Christmas time, and. Uh, thank you for for remembering. I was gonna yeah, say bro. caring, but yeah, I gotta yeah. keep this guy around. I tell him. I know. I know. Yeah, thanks, man. So you guys are so easy on the ears. It's um. So I'm with Steve Finearts. Steve's I probably know. about. I don't know how Steve is. How old Steve is? But he's younger than me. Steve's probably about thirty. So anyway, but he wanted to go see Paul Anka too. So we he got the tickets. We both went, and the show and the theater. It's like I said, two thousand. All of a sudden, the lights go down. And the band, they start playing a pre-recorded song of, I think, bum 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 bum, and then one instrument came out, like started taking to the stage, and then second, then a second band member, then a third. I count it, by the way. So when I do this, I don't say it like no, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Bum 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 bum. 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. Holy God. And then they all, with the pre-recorded song, took the last count down together. So every instrument with the pre-recorded music went bum. Yeah. They went, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome singer, composer, Paul, blah, 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 Paul Inca. He comes, from, he comes from the back of the room. Yeah, he doesn't come from the stage. He comes from the back of the room, yeah. from the theater, the doors where the people came in from. Exactly. And he comes in. He's got a, a, mic, a microphone wrangler because, you know, for the cord, you know. Just yeah. he, actually, you know what I did notice there? I don't want to say it. He finally had a cordless mic. I'm fine when they have the uh, – <laughs> he did have a cordless. Comes from the back of the room. And his voice fills the room fucking loud. Like, it may as well be like a trumpet. It's everywhere. It's in the air. It's like his voice is loud. And he walks down the aisle, and he gets to the stage, and he gets up on a chair. And there's, like, two security people with him. He gets up on the chair, but he's on the chair for three songs, just in the middle of the audience. Yeah. He fucking gets people going, and it's fucking amazing. And um, 
And then he he did a show, and I, we were like, he walked by me, and he and he like brushed his suit against me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm fucking freaking out. It was so much fun. He was like so good, and it was yeah. fucking show was tight, and fucking great, and it looked like he gave a shit. And after he opened up, and he did this whole open, he gets to the stage. This has to do with like he goes to the piano, and I don't think it looked cheesy because he earned it. He went to the piano after he did his whole opening, and you're 80 years old or 78. He went over to the piano and he went like this. Like Todd just did a push-up on the table. Like oh, at, a, at a pretty I'm impressive angle. Overly prepared, physically, mentally, musically. Yeah, and he's still playful despite all the pressure, despite the age, great. despite the. I know seventy. He had wow. to be seventy-five then, yeah. but who gives a shit? He choked on a peanut last night outside of a Florida peanut gallery. And was fine. And he, and he was fine. <laughs> no, no, he's fine. No, no, he's fine. Of course, why would I end it sad? <laughs> Let's take this show anywhere we want it. That's oh, wait, the Frank beauty. never talked about Guinness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what about your dad worked for Guinness? Yeah, he worked for Guinness for 35 years. Is that true? Whoa. Yeah, no joke. No joke. What so, did he do? Uh, he, w- he went uh, bar to bar, and he would have a route, and he'd have 20 pubs that he'd have to call on, and then he would try and sell them more alcohol. Right. And then so he would invariably, you know, have a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> Wait, so so he's, try, he's 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 going to pub to pub sometimes. Pub to pub in in Ireland. Pub to pub. That sounds so. I get it. For you, it was in Ireland. That's just where you live. Exactly. <laughs> For us, it's Ireland. Yeah, it's like, like oh, he's went pub to pub. Sounds romantic. He was having a crack. He's yeah. Just, yeah. He's just. Yeah. He, this guy's making a living. We think yeah. it's. It sounds so. It's but but get yeah, it. Yeah. So but um so he's he, so he and then and then yes. Yeah, ha- so if you go to Ireland, if you go to a small town, even if there's only two hundred people in the town, surrounded by fields, th- there's literally no joke nine pubs because pubs are like family gathering spots. So my dad's job was to make sure that everybody had alcohol in all these pubs, and then he'd you know he'd uh, that's how he paid the bills, and he'd work long hours, and then he'd come home and. Uh, Great man, just was a great w- man. He had a good sense. Is he alive still? Absolutely. And yeah. where does he live? Yeah, he lives with his wife, my mother. Uh, oh. And thankfully, you're taking Todd with someone <laughs> else's mother, so you don't need to say anything about my mother. You see my dad. You can't see her. Hey, Wait. So, so what's your mom's name? Margaret. Margaret, and your dad's name? John. Yeah. Wow, that's oh. good. So Margaret and John, and they had they have a, we had five kids all together in between us, and we all managed to. Make it, we all survived on the back of a man selling uh, alcohol from pub to pub. And you all get along pretty w- yeah, well? Yeah, man. I'm blessed with... I, it's only when you come, you know, when you leave home and you start meeting other families and people, you realize how lucky... I got lucky, man. No, can I tell you? Yeah. I'm very happy to even give myself a sort of slap, like remember. And my brother helped me with something he said a few years ago. Because sometimes there's just some topical drama with my family. Yeah. But my brother Spencer said it. He goes, you know, but we still get together for Christmas and we enjoy each other. Yeah. And it's right. I do enjoy my family. Yeah. My mom can be hilarious. Steve, when he's at his best, her husband can be really fun and yeah. very silly. My brother Spencer, my brother Michael, Corey, his kids, my brother Spencer's kids, Tyler and uh, and uh, Katie and Sammy and Aaron. And that's my brother Corey's. His kids are the youngest. We all have a good time, so yeah. even when I get stressed out of my mind and there's some topical drama, yeah. I do try to remember, like, we all get along. Yeah, and when you, were, when you guys were growing up, when you'd walk out into the street, like, when I was growing up, there was 40 kids in the street playing at any time. No joke, right? In LA, you don't see a single kid in the street. Probably get in the traffic. 
and whatever. Yeah, I guess it depends. There are a lot of cars. But like, it, it yeah. depends where you live. Like, yeah, obviously, that's why some people that have kids go over to like uh, the valley because some of those neighborhoods over there, like you be, it's it's amazing that tr- when you drive around those neighborhoods, you're like this is just like a regular neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where kids can play in the street. Shout out Alhambra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it up to the Alhambra. All right, listen, Alhambra. everybody. I feel good. I, I had a drink. We got gingerbread house. Are you going to be a part of this gingerbread sensation that we have set up in the house? Duh. Are we going inst- <laughs> to Are we going to Instagram <laughs> us building gingerbread houses? Of course we are. Can I talk about the tour real quick? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've. I'd love to hear about it. Okay. And then we're going to close with whatever we want to talk about. Do we want to smoke any pot before I talk? No. Just talk from the heart, man. Don't talk from the pot. Talk from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you you so Jack. No, he did it. No, so, please. Come on, show that. him. No, no, no sometimes please. in a show it hits a level of, of 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 growth that deserves a round of applause. No, wow. seriously, and it's not to be argued. It just it says somebody says something, a turn of a phrase that really, and that the listening audience is perturbed if it doesn't go on long enough. No, I'm not even joking around. The listening audience goes, well, I'm driving in my car and I feel overwhelmed. Why is the audience there not applauding? Guys, I'm like, crying. <laughs> Stop it, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you. Oh, you're loved. You're loved. You're loved. And thank you, John. You, 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 uh, <laughs> talk about feathering in a round of applause. Shut the fuck up. John Bram Wagner. John Bram Wagner on 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 tech on 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 sound effects. Oh, he layered it in so perfectly. And everybody knew it. It faded out. It faded out like and it built up. Well, but it fades out. That's the thing cuz people go but there's always the oh, yeah, you hear it. They think he feathers it in cuz here's the real live studio. Here's the real live studio. Then John comes in and he adds to it. That's all he does. He adds to it. He adds, and then he adds a little more. And sometimes he can really turn it into something. And he does. But if we add... Can I tell you something? And, and, and I'm, I'm not going to be afraid to say this. My favorite, one of my, this is my favorite show ever. What? Yeah. Just having a blast. <laughs> this is fun. Just being silly. Fuck Rory Scoville. He thinks he's so great. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, come Fuck on. Rory. Oh, no, guys. Oh, guys. You can play a guys, piano. Guys. Guys. Stop it. Come no, on. No, Rory oh. Nice Fuck haircut, Rory. Rory. Fuck Rory Scoville. Fuck Rory Scoville. Come on, guys. Come on. Fuck Rory Scoville. Come on, guys. Fuck Rory Scoville. Guys. Fuck Rory Scoville. Guys. Fuck Rory Scoville. Guys, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Fuck Rory Scoville. Stop it. Fuck Rory Scoville. Guys, I'm not even joking around. Grow up. This is a friend of mine. We're not we're not our tribal. Fuck Todd Glass. No. Fuck Todd Glass. Fuck Todd Glass. What did I do? Fuck Todd Glass. You liked Rory Scoville. I did not. No, fuck Rory Scoville. Fuck Rory Scoville. Fuck Rory Scoville. I'm on your side. Fuck Rory Scoville. Guess what we're doing, folks? We talk about going in for the clothes. I'll, I'll just come and tell you right now. I don't because some people don't look at the clock. Some people go, uh, they can tell when you're going for the clothes. They look. Some people don't because they just don't want to know when it is. 
we're gonna, we're starting to say goodbye. Well, it's funny though because this has all just been a cold open. It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. This is the start. I can't get enough of this podcast. It's the Todd Glass Show. Everybody but Nick. Nick used to be a Nick guy. Who, he, he was a good guy. He's a good guy. But, but he, he fell asleep on the show. He used to. <laughs> it's a long story, but he somehow became, he was very part of building this whole room. He would come in after we built it, oh, and he yeah. would fall asleep. <laughs> and on one day, I was like, "What the fuck, Nick? What are you? Where are you falling asleep?" <laughs> well, we don't. We're not ever entertaining enough. We're not entertaining enough. What are you Nick? doing? Where are you? What are you doing? But he was just tired. He was just tired. I know he listens to the show now, so I don't want to make him stressed out. Can we want to see a new bi- a bit we used to do? It's called The Guy Doesn't Realize. Like, he's talking about what's stupid. You, everybody listening to the show knows that I'm burning this piece of paper as I do the bit I go. But I'm like one of these guys. I'm like, you know, one of these guys. You know what the problem is now? You know what I mean, Frank? Everybody's a fucking idiot. I mean, I'm watching. <laughs> no, no, people are fucking idiots. Like, right? yeah. So the other day, right? I'm going. I, I get in the elevator at my building. Todd. You know, the elevator at my Todd. building. Todd. And I'm fucking Todd, walking in fire. there. Todd, your paper's and on this fire. girl, Cheryl, she comes it's in the elevator. Fire, Todd, she presses the button at the same time I press the button. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, are you serious? Are you not going to come in? I'm supposed to now press every floor. I'm supposed to press every floor. for. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, guys, guys, I'm sorry. I'm Somebody sorry. catch the baby. The baby's going to be thrown out the window and someone has to catch it. The building's on fire. Yes, this is 911. What is your emergency? There's a baby. There's <laughs> I, a baby. I really committed to that bit tonight. <laughs> I, I Let me scrape all this. You know what's great There's about doing bits? ash all over the table. Yeah, when they, uh, Grandpa, you're going on the floor. Because <laughs> oh I was a cremated John can body. clean that up later. Yeah, so anyway, what we're going to do, so that was, I really committed to that. I guess it's time to say goodbye. Wow. All right, bye. I want to do something fun. <laughs> can I get some reverb? Hello? Hello? Hello. Talk about yeah. the tour. Oh, yeah. Let me talk about the tour real quick wow. with no reverb. You were with no to reverb. talk about the tour a long time ago. I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus. I want, I want, oh. I want some more Who's liquor. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I've, I've been doing comedy... Like I said, a long time, I've connected two cities together. But I've never done a tour, even before I utilized the band. So I'm very, being very clear with this to the listening audience, even before I utilized the band. So in the last two years, I go into a city, sometimes I will train a, like a local keyboard player and a drummer to, to work with me for the week at the club. Sometimes they've done it before and it's great. Oh, I'm going back to that city. This, this, this two-piece did it for me before. Yeah. But a lot of times you're training new people. So I've always wanted for a long time to go, it would just be great to be able to go with John, who does my keyboard nice. and iPad. And every little detail and, and so much more than the creative uh, stuff, but the technical stuff and just being able to have one person with me at every venue. You can really get this show to grow into something yeah. that is this, 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 this crazy thing between two people to get as tight as they can be. Then I can go to different cities and bring in drummers that could definitely do the job for five, six days in that market. Yeah. You know. So anyway, and then two comedians to, to give the band, you know, some uh, fullness, fullness. But anyway, 
So we're doing our first tour. I've never really done a tour. So after January, in January, we're going to Philadelphia. It's like the 16th through the 19th. But I've done that before. I've gone to the to Philadelphia Helium. It's a great way for me to start. I love that club. But then we're going to, in between, before we head to New York, go to this place in like this little town called New Hope, this place called John and Peter's. And it's an iconic music place. And uh, it's like sort of fun that I'm going to go there. We're going to finish in Philadelphia. It's going to be great. And then we're going to take a train to this place up near Doylestown, and we're going to go to New Hope and do a show there. And then I'm going to go to New York. I've been doing stand-up comedy for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've never done... Thank you. It is a long time. I've never done a headlining set in New York. And I'm not like saying, oh, I've never... Yeah, I'm not crying about it. It's probably because I live near Philadelphia, and I every time I go down that way, I'm ending up spending a lot of time in Philly. But I've never really... So the guy who was helping me promote it said, when's the last time you did a headlining set here? I go, I've never. So we're going to Brooklyn. So Philadelphia, then New Hope. Normally, I wouldn't want to do these one-nighters. Two reasons. One, just taking a train. But now I'm with John. And I don't Choo -choo. mind. I don't mind like doing a one nighter. We're able to go to we're we're able to go to John Whoa, and Peter's train. because because John is with me. And then I'll know not only do I have him to, to take the train with, but to do the creative element of the show and the keyboard. He'll train the drummer. You know, he knows this show. He's done it. This show is like he could do it every page of that. You know, he's got the keyboard or he's got the iPad. He flips pages. He, he fucking knows it like the back of his hand. So we get to do that. I'm almost done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So anyway, keep going. Yeah, so anyway, great. John's great. Oh, so anyway, so then we go, we Thank go to you. Brooklyn, we go to Brooklyn at the at the Murmur, Murmur Theater for uh, January twenty fifth. So it's Philadelphia, New Hope, Brooklyn. Nice. And I'm excited. And I'm and one My first shit. time in, in New York. My it's first his time first time in New York. You've never been in New York? No. no. I got some wrecks. So we're going in. I see bluegrass green sky. We'll yeah. see. So we're going in a day early Ooh. and staying two days after. I'm like, no, John, I want to be the, smart. There was a Airbnb, like literally five minute walk from the Murmur Theater. I'm like, oh. let's get the whole house. Or it's in a whole apartment. Todd. That what? Just for this episode, this will all already have happened. Uh, the tour, like, because you said the 25th of December or January? Oh, yeah, it's on January. This oh, okay, is in January. That's why I was like, okay. wait a minute. Are we talking yeah. about oh, December? Oh, no. This is all, hold on. We can leave this in if we clear it up. This is all right now. What I'm talking about is in January. Okay. okay. Yay, January. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you brought that yes, up because I was, I was like, wait a minute. Shit. That's great. Yeah. Does that, that make it. sense? Yes. yes. So we'll we'll do that and then we'll end up Thank at you. the then Solid. we'll end up in in New York City and like I said for, with with John and the, and we'll even spend That's my first time in New York yes. City. And then on our way to well on our way to oh, uh, New slice. York City we're going to stop at my sister-in-law and my brother's house oh, yeah, yeah. and it's literally on the way like the train station near their house and we're going to spend one night with them and it'll be so I'm much gonna fun. See, I'm going to see Todd's family. It's yeah. Nuts. And then Whoa. and then yeah. we're going to go to New York. And then after we're done in New York on the 25th, we're going to stay till the 27th. And then we are going to take a train, which I love it. I'm going to do some edibles and we're going to take a train into Get Pittsburgh. And in Pittsburgh, we're going to play a place. I know they have a new location, but I had a great time the last time I was there. It's a place in Pittsburgh called the Arcade Theater. And it was so cool. Now they're in a new location. There's a room upstairs and a room downstairs. And we're going to go into the room upstairs and do six, seven shows and end it off in Pittsburgh at the Arcade Theater. The first tour ever in my history of my career. So 
It's going to be fun, and we're both giddy about yeah, it. We're it's like, it's going to cool. be fun. I want Christmas to be over and New Year's so I can take go on this tour. And and just and and I'm like nervous. I'm so nervous, like because I know we're going to enjoy it. It's not like I'm wondering, like, well, we're going to get on that train. I'm. This is how positive I am. If no outside disasters happen, like a yeah, tornado no, like, or you know, uh, I'm not worried at all that this is going to happen. Yeah, you know what? Once you're on the train, it's not that much fun. No, it will be. <laughs> on the other side, when we get to Pittsburgh, me and John are both going to have the same story. We're going to go. We fucking loved it. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. It's and gonna the show's going to be so tight. The show's going to be tight. What, Twenty shows. Pittsburgh, but it's right in a row. By the time we get to you, Pittsburgh, and I think this show's going to be tight because this tour, we have a pre-tour. We start in Los Angeles on New Year's Eve, yeah, really right, baby. implementing everything that we've implemented for this tour, doing a show at New Year's Eve at the Hayworth Theater in New Year's Eve. Beautiful. Then, wait a few weeks, January, we start at Helium, and then this tour starts. New Year's Eve is like the run-through, like, oh, we got this show down. And I'm going to have a lot of new material, some of the old material, and some of the shit in between. But when I was trying to put together the set, I have to be honest, it's up on the wall at my house, and I went, all right, Todd, you got to get rid of that. It's fun to do still. Sometimes I still have fun doing a bit. I'm not even joking. I go, I still have fun doing that bit. Yeah. So, but the audience has seen it. This is my third year back to Philly. Like, should I not do that? Like, I have fun doing it still, so... Am I bullshitting myself, or like, do you know what I'm saying? I, I had a friend, right, who used to he wanted he wanted to do fresh material on stage, but then outside after the show, because he's a he's a you know he loves crowds, he'd wait and he'd meet the fans, and then he'd do some of the old bits outside to them. So he got the joy of sharing the bit that oh. they love, but it, he, they got a fresh show in the house, you know. Well, who was the? Can you say? Uh, uh, I uh, I can't really. But yeah, I yeah, know yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just great. a cool thing, you know, because they yeah. wait around and then. Well, he got Brian the two Regan shows. sort of does something like. Do you know who Brian Regan is? I've heard. Uh, yeah, I I don't know him personally. Great. He does comedian. his show, and then yeah. at the end, he comes back for his encore, and he goes, "Hey, yell out some bits," and he does not blink an eye. You yell out a bit, he does it, and he does it with. As good as he did it the first time he did it. Yeah. And it's great, you know. And um, so, that's but me. Really cool. So anyway, so that's the tour. And John Bram Wagner is going to be there. We're going to be. Thank you for having me. And it's going to be, we're going to get on the train together. And we're going to go to my sister-in-law's. And we're going to go to Philadelphia. We're going to go to John and Peter's and New Hope. Every, this is the most pleasurably planned tour. Because we get into every city with two days before our show. Wow. It's like, it's the most, it's the most. Uh, gentle uh, leave from one city get into the next That's two nuts. days everywhere we go before we even perform and then we fucking rock some faces off with comedy <laughs> what with comedy well we get to, we're like rock stars yeah we rock the like, faces like, yeah we're, we're not only like we're, yeah we're traveling but also like fucking people would be like oh wow look we, our faces were rocked yeah <laughs> we got we're, it's gonna we're, be cool we're a band we're not, I'm gonna throw a Couple TVs out of a few windows. Yeah, sure. Tube oh TVs my too. god, <laughs> heavy. I can already see it. Like it, when we get, I don't want to mention the city, <laughs> but we'll, what? Yeah, I'm gonna do it at your sister's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Meryl, fucking take this, you fuck. We were told it was cool. If we You're gonna love my sister. You're gonna love my sister-in-law, my brother. I go to their house. It is like a vacation. I just enjoy being at my brother Spencer's house and Meryl's house. Um. It's, uh, you know, we just enjoy it. It's great. It's very calm and very, uh, very just, you know, I'm going to, and, and then John's going to come in there. We'll eat breakfast together. We'll talk. Mara will be like, oh my God, 
I can't believe you did that. <laughs> and then it'll be just, it's all crazy. <laughs> so wholesome. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like one time when I stayed over, and by the way, I'm also looking forward to even my mom, I say even because my mom's house is hectic, but you know what? I even told my mom when I was talking to her the other day, I said, Mom, if I was coming to someone else's house that was hectic like your house, I would love it. My friend Andrea, her house is hectic, but it's not my house. I go, so I'm learning to enjoy your house. Because let me tell you something, Mom. I told you this. If my friends came to there, they wouldn't, they would fucking love it. I go, I get it. I get it. It's just, I think she appreciated hearing that because it was me being honest going, like, I know, like, everyone else would love this. I just feel like I, it's a little too crazy for me. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to calm it down a little bit. But I'm trying to just enjoy it, even yeah. at that house. Because me and my mom, when everything settles at night yeah. and the dogs quiet down, we do have great conversation. Me and my mom, great. She's smart. Yeah. But then there's this hecticness all yeah, around yeah. that. Do you go home? Yeah, I'm going, I can't wait, man. My parents, you know, they're uh, late 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So every time I go back, if it's a year or two years... I just it's it's just more important to me that I'm there, you know. Yeah. And of since it's like the Christmas episode, you know, you, you just you just want to be that kid in your parents' home with the Christmas tree and the star on the top. Right. You know, and the smell Hot of chocolate. the cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that, man. I can't wait, man. I love it. And sometimes if it's hectic and you're chilling, you can really enjoy the contrast of how you're feeling. Like you're almost more chilling because they're more hectic. Right, right, right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to appreciate that. Like when I go to my friend, my friend Andrea, her parents live up in in, uh, uh, Ventura. Yeah. And I go, I've been over the years since I moved here, we became friends and I was invited to a lot of uh, Christmases. Their family is sort of like my adopted family here in Los Angeles. And I go up to Andrea's parents and... It's hectic at the house. The dog is barking the cat, but I love it. Yeah. So I try to appreciate my house like that now. I'm like, yeah, it's chaotic, but there's a lot of love. I mean, I'm not kidding you. There's a parrot, and it's running down the hallway, and it's telling a dog to shut up, and the dog <laughs> barks at the parrot, and the parrot barks at the dogs, and there's one dog scared of the parrot, and it, the parrot chases the dog around the house, and the dog runs yeah, yeah. all over the place. And I try to go, just love this, Todd. Anywhere else you would love this. Yeah, it it just, seems like complete madness. But, but, but it, yeah, but it like stresses it. me out a little because I'm trying to have calm, but I try to just enjoy it. And uh, and it's so I'm going to, this, this time I go home, it's going to be great because I'm going to go home and then spend some time at my mom's house and then spend, and then go up to New York City. And this Christmas is at my nephew's, my brother Spencer and Merle's son and his at his w- a girlfriend's house. So we're going to have Christmas in outside of New York City. Everybody's going to Tyler's house. It's their son, my nephew. He's, you know, his first house with his girlfriend. They bought a house. And yeah. we're going to all go there for Christmas. So with all the troubles a lot of families have, we're all going up. We're all going to Tyler's house. So it's good, you know. Did you see the Mr. Rogers movie? I haven't seen it yet. I can't wait. Though. Well, you should definitely I did. see it. You d- oh, you did? I did, yeah. Who'd, it was great, right? Yeah. I saw it by myself and cried. Well, uh, you went by yourself? I always go by myself. I told I was going to invite you. Why didn't you invite me? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> hey, put that down. I put saw it down. by myself and cried. Hey, put that you down. You piece of shit. Man, Mr. Rogers would have hated this. Hey, Mr. Rogers just wants you to kind of <laughs> <laughs> calm down. 
I really did. I thought, yeah, I know you think. Now, I think you know I'm being genuine. What the fuck else? If we can't just have a trust that you know at least I'm being genuine, because it does change it a little. I wanted to go with the right group of people. And then, and I wasn't a part of that fucking group. No, I thought you were. To George oh. Carlin, you were. I was like, oh, Jack, he'd be great because he'll always. You, you know, I always. You, you can count on you. You're reliable. Oh, you're good old reliable Jack. All right, yeah. that's better than fuckstick. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, so so, whatever we're talking about is oh the. Uh, Mr. Rogers, yeah, Mr. Mr. Rogers, and then uh, we ended up going to the Grove, and I thought, okay, I don't want to make it too complicated because Duncan was able to go, and then Steve and Danielle. How long have we been going on this after show? Hour eleven. Now we do go wow. into the close. Isn't that fun that we went in for the close a while back? Because now you think, yeah, well, now we got twenty minutes to go in for the close. Yeah, and we had, we did two shows tonight. That's great. We really did a lot. And guess what we're gonna do after this? We're gonna build gingerbread houses. Yay! And if you can't, you need to know. I need you to. Know, you got to be comfortable to go. How are you doing with it? You got to be. I'm comfortable. good. I have a quick question about gingerbread houses. Yeah. Because I, I was talking to my roommate about this. Uh, my, growing up, I would build the gingerbread house. You put it together, and then you just throw it out. She said she'd build the house, leave it out for a couple days, and then eat it. Okay, that's a great question. I would say I'd be more likely to eat it under this circumstance. <laughs> If it was built with, because when it's built with the gingerbread, when you get a package of gingerbread, you know, the, the box and it's got that, that stuff that the gingerbread is built out of is not good. It's like cardboard. Yeah. So it's not good. And the gumdrops and everything by that point are probably hard. Stale. Stale. Right, right, right. So, but I will say this. If you build it out of, and I know some people that do this. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you this story because I want, Vinny went to a friend of the family's house to have is Thanksgiving dinner, and they set up like little pieces of white cardboard, and they use graham cracker to build the house. So oh. graham cracker already is a lot flavor. If you do, yeah. if you do the, you can also do the graham cracker that's with the um, cinnamon on it. That's even more flavorful. The 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 thing that you get with the prepackaged uh, gingerbread houses, you know, I'm it's still fun to build, and it still provides all that. But again, that is flavorless. But yeah. where he went, they had they used the gingerbread, uh, gingerbread, uh, not gingerbread, graham, um, cracker. graham cracker gingerbread crust, oh. and they had a they had a bag of icing. I mean, he goes, they were into this. So every they they set up like twelve stations like, all <laughs> over the living room, and they did wherever they could a little white piece of cardboard, so that way you can not only build the house, but like it's fun to decorate like a front walkway and shit like that, and then. They did that. This is this is where he spent Thanksgiving, and the, the 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 mom and the dad just were into this. But every single one had a bakery bag full of icing, so you could like, oh, lovely. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, by the way, I don't have that, but I'll tell you what I do have for us after the show. So he said it was a lot of fun, and and everybody was like just getting into it. And he said one of their daughter's boyfriends was there. This is Vinny telling me this. And he, he goes, he was just, you could tell he was like just stoned out of his fucking mind. <laughs> he's like, and he didn't even think any, he doesn't even say it to hear anybody to hear him, but he's like, I love gingerbread houses because like, you know, you could just eat your mistakes, which is fun. <laughs> like, it is fun. <laughs> he was That's right. Okay. He was right. So, and um, so, uh, so they really, and he said like, it looked like she went to 
You know that candy place when you buy candy by the bin? Yeah. It looked like she went there and spent some serious money on like licorice twirls or these just crazy candies. So not only did she have the, she didn't want to start with the one from the box that's got some jelly beans and some. She just gave graham crackers. That's what you're going to build these things out of. A bag of icing and then a shit ton of great ideas for candies. Licorice swirls, jelly beans, you know, uh, Swedish fish. The, you can make them out of little Ten ginger. More. Tapeworm. Ten more. <laughs> T- what? Ten more yeah, candies. Tapeworms. Okay. Ginger, little gingerbread house. Little gingerbread men. Um, jelly beans. Hubba bubba. Um, hubba bubba. <laughs> Gummy uh, pepper, no no peppermint pint. Pepper, peppermint patty. Uh, peppermint patties. Uh, gummy bears. Gumby bears. Gumby. Um, help me out, everybody. No, no, Chicken no helping, wings. No helping. Chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Reese's Pieces. That's... Reese's Pieces. Thank you. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Nieces. Razzles. Razzles. Candles. Candles. Sarah Palin's asshole. <laughs> and then for the grass, just a load of w- a load of pot. A load of pot to make of the grass, and then they a guy blow it. What? They had cocoa powder for dirt. Oh shit! Cocoa Vinny. powder for dirt. Nice. Cocoa wow. powder. Uh, people, for dirt. People don't listen. The problem with people today, most <laughs> like people, I'll be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. is no. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, wait, wait, Can wait, I be wait, honest? Wait, people are stupid. Todd, Todd, people. Todd, the, the your average, paper's on fire. The average person Please. doesn't have Christ. attention span. And can I tell you something? Listen to me. Hey, Todd. I can't believe. Todd. Todd. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. He looks so dumb. Oh god. I that made me look stupid. <laughs> Just spray that out. There. I'm having more fun. This could be. This is. Doesn't mean the other shows were bad. How do you say it? The other shows were great, but two George Carlin. The other this, shows were fucking shit. The other shows were shit. Wow. This show. This show. I don't know how to go to close, but I'm gonna take some time, and we're gonna go to close right right about now. Uh, is there anything else I didn't do? Home shoppers. We don't know the papers burn up. It's the Todd Glass show. So after this show, we're going to build some gingerbread houses. I don't have bakery bags, but I do have. Here's what I have because I thought it makes it more fun. We went to, bought like a bag of those pinwheel candies and we bought some <laughs> some uh you know like with the with the red what are they called the red they're like a oh, red hot twizzlers no they're uh, red red vines what are they called hot tamales. not red tamales it's the most famous it's like a peppermint red hots Vinny is saying red hots no it's okay. a peppermint candy and it's got a twirl they oh, come just, in it's red just and mint. green just a peppermint a peppermint a peppermint a round yeah. peppermint and oh, a green peppermint oh, yeah peppermint. a round pe- okay i got a bag yeah. of green ones and i got a bag of red ones oh those are for the houses yes plus what comes with the house it already comes with jelly beans and it comes with um uh chicken uh, wings. Um, uh no no <laughs> chicken wings and uh, seriously though but it comes here i don't care seriously does it come it comes with hold on it comes with um uh, oh, 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 spice drops and all these types of oh. things, M&M's, but we bought extra on top huh? and three cans of icing to George Carlin. shit. Because if you want to, like, put the little house on a on a piece of chopping block in the kitchen and then make a front walkway. Oh, so, wait, so we, the, the gummy bears were for the houses and I shouldn't have eaten them. No, but that's fine. I want people to eat them and build the houses oh, with yeah, them. Yeah, well, if you could build a multifamily we home, you could probably turn day. a profit. You yeah, know, you, but you're oh, well, to, you no, know. you don't make hey, a business out of it, Frank. Oh, Frank. 
right. just have fun. He's all thinking right. like, just have fun. My friend. He's all about the money that Frank. Oh, I could build a duplex. We could get some low-income families in here and take advantage. He's already planning to demolish it and build up some gingerbread. I'm just saying, just I'm saying, earthquake insurance is a big, it's a big expense. Does anybody want to thank anybody? Look, let's. Here's what we're gonna do. There's a lot of people we appreciate in our life. I saw the Mr. Rogers movie. It inspired me. I saw when he did it at some award show 20 years ago, and it inspired me. Right now, let's think of somebody. We're gonna take a minute. I'm gonna say Aristotle. If you don't mind, you'll watch the clock. We don't have to worry about it. But think of people that inspired you, even subtle, subtle. Could be someone that's sweet that works at Vaughn's, and when you leave, they check out. Think about that person. So we hope that you certainly use that time to bring up people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say fuck me. I have sleep apnea. What do you want from me? Oh, God. The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. All right, that's the wow. truth. You, can't, you can get arrested for that. Can I, can I have that trumpet? <laughs> you mind? <laughs> this is Todd Glass playing a trumpet. <laughs> I think you gotta wet the reed. You gotta work the reed a little bit. You gotta wet it. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Todd's playing the trumpet right now. Let me do another one. <laughs> oh, wait, I should be. This is a very visual thing that I'll post on uh, me- social media. Check out. The Todd Glass Show on Instagram. I think we can do better than this. It doesn't sound live. Like turn it loud. Like make it people believe it. Whoa, I know whoa, we're whoa. What are you talking sh- about? <laughs> wow. Todd Glass Show, you're going to want to check us out on the tour. That's right. A night of a lifetime. Wait, what the hell? Todd Glass, a night of a lifetime tour. That's the name of the tour. And I couldn't be happier with the name of it. The night of a lifetime tour. This is a night of a lifetime. Is it a night of a lifetime? I thought it was an event of a lifetime. An event of a lifetime. Event of a lifetime. And let no, me tell you something. I, do, I mean it that way. Every city that well, I'm bringing it to, whether it's nine shows New Hope during the day. or whether it's Philadelphia, 
whether it's Brooklyn or Pittsburgh, I'm bringing you the night of a lifetime. This show will fucking knock your dick into the dirt if you're not upset about put something it, else. You can put your dick in the cocoa powder of the gingerbread house. You put yeah. your dick into the powder of the gingerbread in the cocoa house. That's coming. <laughs> yeah, that's it. House. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's, that's a good thing you want to come it, out it and do. Good. It yes. is good. It that's is not good. a negative. That's no, a positive. No, yeah, amazing I'm gonna, feeling. I will yeah, knock yeah, your yeah. dick. I'm coming prepared. I'm not trying to do anything but do the tightest fucking... To me, tight means a show that is so fucking tight that I can still, event. of course, play in it. We'll I want. I'm not going to enjoy a Whoa. show unless I can play in it. But I can play in the, when the show is tight. When you have a beaten path, when you beat that fucking path, I want to go on the road with that mm-hmm. beaten fucking path. Yeah, yeah, it gets the tight, yeah. the more you beat a path, mm. the more you can go off of that beaten path. Amen. Why? Because you know where to come back on. You need a beaten mm. path yeah, yeah. to go off the beaten path right. and have a good show that's quality and will Preach. be the best show that everybody can see. And that's what I'm fucking bringing to you on this tour. Todd Glass, Amen. the event of a lifetime, starting off at the Philadelphia Helium in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, then to John and Peters in New Hope, then to Brooklyn, New York, and then to the Arcade Theater in Brooklyn. Shut the fuck up. No, no, I did it the other way. It goes to after John and Peters, it goes to New Hope. Then it goes to Brooklyn. Then it goes to Pittsburgh. What are we going to do to say goodnight? How is everybody doing? Is everybody... We can do a speed round of... Is this a horn or a whistle? I like that. That's a complex game. I don't know. If that's a and then complex want to do game. a sing along. Uh, what do you? Let's okay. let's let's ask Twitter. Let's, <laughs> let's see what. Let's Twitter open wa- it up. That's what we're. Hey gonna do. Twitter, what? What should we? How should we close? How do we ask? Are we asking? We're asking right now. Wow, we on Twitter's <laughs> fast, man. Twitter's <laughs> fast. Wait, no, you're not asking now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of believe nah, John. Just, just like, oh sure. I just look like what John did today I wish it was those like, lights. He made cans. Yeah, look at that. Right here. He made some snoots. They're called snoots. They're called snoots. He made that just out of black tinfoil. I think I put the paper in. Does anybody know lighting? So yeah, any lighting I do. people? Yeah, is where sh- is the? Is there like a special type of paper? Look I should? what he did. Those the lights. I just here put were just regular paper bright. in there. Well, it looks. You're good. good. The L- they're looks LED, like it right? Works. I think so. Just yeah. Just call it diffusion. Okay. Diffusion, yeah. right? Because diffusion can I tell you snoops. something? You'll get it. Before with the lights that we have oh, here, they were bright. either by the time they weren't too bright, they were too dark. There was no in between. So this lets us bring them up a little, but diffuses it. And now when we have like a trumpet player, a lot of times we have a drummer, we have a saxophone player, we have someone on keyboards. Yeah. The, the band can be lit up, but not to the point where it's fucking You got some disturbing. softer shadows in there. It's yeah. nicer. Mm, it's and nice. John did it with black tinfoil. And what did you use to make the filter? It's paper. Paper. Paper it's and black wrap. Paper. Rum bum 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 rum bum 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 rum bum 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 rum bum 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 How do we take the show for close? I thought that was it. I know. I want to be as silly as we can. We take it in for close. Hold on. Let's get the lights lower because no one wants to be silly when it's too bright. What do we do to take it in the close? I just. I think the weather is getting really bad outside. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm not even joking. It's great outside right now. The rain is coming down in this way that is so sexy. And the thunder is filling the fucking room. The you can thunder. feel the electricity from the oh. lightning. Yeah. That's that's actually the electricity from the ground. It's flooding again. Oh, oh my, the Italian leather. God damn it, Todd. What? My Italian leather shoes. Ah. Again. Oh. Again. Get the fire door. Ladies and gentlemen, right <laughs> next to me door. is... 
is Frank uh, Cronin. And, and give and him a nice pleasure, round of applause. Yay, Frank. Frank Cronin. Thank Jack you. Hackett. Yay, Jack Hackett. The thunder outside. We're going to a close. God, we God did two shows. Two shows. Two shows. But Thank now, you. we. how do we take you to close? What? Let's dance. Dreidel, dreidel. Factor's Deli after this. But I'm singing, singing And now we're gonna fade It's you I like It's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue that it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like. Network.